When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Hey, thanks for being part of the show about your dough. Making it easier, worrying less about it, you know, enjoying your life, not thinking about money every day. Gosh, it just sounds great, doesn't it? I mean, I, I worry about my clients at $3 billion every day. How are they doing? So, But you really, with yours, it shouldn't be at the center of your world. So our job here is to simplify things, help you understand them better, and not worry about them so much. But Hollywood, well, they're always there to help you remember the good, good times when it comes to money, right? There's, and I don't do a lot of movie reviews, so I I apologize if this is not the best, but there's a new movie that that, kind of came out this week, I guess just to a few theaters. It's called Dumb Money. Now, you can probably remember GameStop and AMC and the whole meme memia right back in 2021. It wasn't that long ago. When remember we're all sitting at home with a mask over our face trading stocks, and some people are trading them a lot more than others, and some people were taking advantage of a, a short squeeze, et cetera, et cetera, and making real big money. Well, the movie's about that, about that time, about the person who sort of led people on Reddit to buying these stocks, pumping them way up and, well, frankly, watching them go way down. Um, haven't seen the movie, okay? And I don't know that I will pay whatever it is to go to the movie theater to see it. I'll probably wait for it on the small screen. I don't think I really need to see somebody uh, play play somebody on television who uh, <laughs> who's going to be that big on the screen. Not important to me, but I will see the film because I do like watching the stuff. But I do remember this. I remember your calls about this. I remember you thinking, wait, what am I missing out on? Remember FOMO, fear of missing out, and why am I not part of all this and making the big money? Well, on January 27th, 2021, GameStop traded at $86.88 a share. And that day, 373 million shares changed hands. Um, it had been about a year earlier that on a similar day, 8.5 million shares changed hands. AMC, well, it was way up there as well, right? It had been bid up uh, way, way, way. But how about now? What's happened to all those high flyers that were pumped up by social media. Well, GameStop um, this week down 78% from its all-time high. AMC down 97% from its peak. You think you missed out on anything? Well, I guess you did if you didn't get in and get out quick. Uh, Robinhood, they didn't miss out. They went public in July of 2021, made a whole bunch of money uh, from taking advantage of all these people trading. At the end of the day, GameStop is kind of basically the same company it was in 2019. But recent quarter, they took in uh, 1.2 billion. Back in 2019, 1.3 billion. So things really haven't changed that much, other than this title of dumb money. What are they talking about when it says dumb money? Well, I can tell you, as somebody in the business, they're talking about you. 
They're talking about you being the suckers that get in too late. They're talking about you being the suckers that trade stocks, move money around markets, think they see a trend or hear about something. My neighbor told me that make moves based on that. The public's money. That's what they're talking about. Not professionally managed. And the whole point of this movement, if you will, was to take advantage of uh, hedge funds on the other side of the trade, right? Well, here's my takeaway. Things you got to know, right? First of all, don't try to pick stocks. Don't try to pick a company that you think is going to make more than the market. The world is littered with fund managers who've tried to do the same thing. Individuals who are sure that Enron was going to take us into the future or that Washington Mutual was the greatest banking company in history, right? Don't pick stocks. Number two, don't trade markets. We see this every day where people say, well, it's time to get out of international stocks because they haven't done as well as the U.S. market over the last 10 years. So now i got to pile it all into the U.S. market, and guess what's likely to happen in the next 10 years? International markets should do better, right? So don't time, don't pick stocks, don't time markets, and here's the other one. Don't follow gurus. I don't care who they are, what they think they know, or what they think the future is going to look like. They don't know any better than you do. Investors, yeah, they invest for the long haul. They widely diversify, keep their costs low, and they worry less. More coming on Talking Real Money. Tom and Don are talking real money. Do you suffer from hodgepodgeitis? I'm Don McDonald, and hodgepodgeitis is a disease of your investment portfolio whose symptoms include lots of stocks, loads of random loaded mutual funds, and maybe an annuity or two. Most who suffer from hodgepodgeitis dread opening their quarterly portfolio statements. They feel lost and confused. Investing seems overwhelming and the financial future uncertain. If you believe you suffer from hodgepodgeitis, see a 100% fiduciary investment advisor immediately. A proper diagnosis is the first step to creating a portfolio with a purpose based on a personal plan. Start on the road to recovery now by scheduling a free meeting with an Appella advisor at TalkingRealMoney.com. There is no cost, obligation, or high-pressure sales pitch. Take the first step at TalkingRealMoney.com or call 800-386-3004. Hodgepodgeitis is not a real disease, but treating it has been shown to improve mood, reduce fear, and even lead to a brighter financial future. Results may vary. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Thank you for being part of Talking Real Money, our job to help you with all things financial. And our telephone number, 855-935-8255, 855-935-8255. Go back to the phones in just a minute. But, you know, under the category two heads, better than one, and in this case, way better than just me, is uh, my inspiration, former partner, friend, author of We're Talking Millions, regular author at MarketWatch.com. And is this true? I read your CV. You have three dogs. Is that right? Uh, yes, wow. we do. That's crazy. Paul Merriman joins us here to answer your questions on Talking Around Money. So if you go to his website, if you listen to his podcast, you read his stuff, here's a chance. You can ask him because we get a lot of questions about the, the fine work that you do. It's all to help others, the Merriman Financial Education Foundation. So that's at paulmerriman.com. Thank you for uh, for joining us. you got a lot of topics. We'll see if we get to them. Okay. Uh, the phones have been busy. That's so good. Let's, That's you know, great. Phone calls always come first at 855-935-8255. And again, if you call today, we will ship you free of charge, no obligation, no shipping charge either, by the way, a free Talking Real Money shirt, which Paul got one, too. He's going to go home and do some gardening in it later today, he said. So uh, let's go to the phone. Susan joins us on Talking Real Money. Hi, Susan. Hi. 
Thank you so much for taking my call. I've been a longtime listener and a retirement participant, too. You go ahead. Um, so the reason I was calling, I've heard both you, Tom, and Paul mention being in a position to be able to help your children with um, some financial education and sometimes financial help. And our children are old enough now that they're starting to look to purchase their first home. The challenge is they live in Southern California where things are so extraordinarily expensive. And we're fortunate enough to have uh, a comfortable retirement because we've listened and learned from so much of what you've offered up as education. And then now that we're looking to be able to do this help, I'm wondering what are the kinds of questions we should be asking of all of us and how do we go about making some good decisions in helping them get into their first home? Wow, that's you know, a big that's question. a great question, yeah. uh, Susan. And I, I think it starts with a plan that is beyond just this decision with for the kids. Yeah. Uh, and and to the extent that you're going uh, to help them, what you, of course you don't want to do, and it sounds like this is not a problem, is to put yourself financially behind an eight ball. Uh, in order to make it easier for them, although uh, that's the kind of thing that a lot of parents want to do. So, You're right. uh, and, and so when you think about the plan that you have that has to do and how far, how long till retirement? Well, fortunately, we have been able to retire. Good. That's Thanks to retire me, no doubt, right? That's awesome. Exactly. All right. Which, by the way, small promotion, be coming up again February 24th, 2024, 24 And Paul will be there. We will, we will be attending. All right. Great. Thank you. So I, I'm going to mention one thing. You can go into that again. But I will say one thing that I've done uh, when I've helped my kids. I've made it formal. I have a note. An actual, you know, which I think is important because one thing I have seen in all this is uh, one child gets helped, another does not. Parents pass away and then there's a mess around who gets what, et cetera, et cetera. I think this should all be made very transparent and official, if you will. Well, and uh, I've done it without a note. Uh, and, and, the, and Do you the want problem, a note? Oh, like that. No, okay, <laughs> the problem is we have kids from age 28 to 58. And, and, and so to the extent that we gave a certain amount of money to the oldest child for a down payment on a house, what does that mean that you should do for the younger child when you take inflation oh, into consideration? Good point. I yeah. mean, these exactly. Are- and if you help someone at 28, that's a big difference than helping somebody at 58 because that 28-year-old has so many more years to accrue that advantage. Yeah, it, it, and this is the reason I think it's it's good to sit down with somebody and 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 figure that out. So first, figure out what the pool might be. So what yeah, you're saying? How exactly. much can you do? Yeah, I mean, you know what percentage you're taking out of your investments right now, don't you? Right, absolutely. And what is the percentage? I don't care about the dollars, but what is the percentage? Only about one percent, and maybe even a uh-huh. little bit less than that. 
Good for well, you. Well, I mean, there's a bunch of people that are really envious out there right now. <laughs> thinking, That's awesome. Yeah. That yeah. is great. So you yeah, have we've been, room. We've been fortunate, and we've always lived below our means. So those two things, and no pun intended, have compounded our good fortune. That's great. You didn't have to say that because I throw a hundred puns at a show out there, so that, <laughs> and I never apologize for them. Uh, so okay, but I just want to make sure I knew we. I could exactly. I just want to make sure we try to answer your question because it, I'm not sure that I understand it really. What What are you asking well, us? The, yeah, the question is, you know, do we um, take money, let's say, um, and uh, we sell some uh, equities to fund that? We only have about. Two years' worth of financial uh, planning uh, in cash. So in order to be able to gift them money, we probably have to sell something. And then the other part of that is do we do an equity share? Would we look at um, those kinds of options so that they're – or do we do it as a gift and just do the paperwork with the taxes each year? You know, this is this is the challenge of, of planning. For example, in my case, the IRA is not converted to a Roth because the IRA is going to charity at my death. Yes. I mean, these these are just decisions that you make based on what is going to be the tax implication, and and so I would. I kind of like what she said there around figuring the taxes into it, all yeah. that as well. Yeah, I think that makes sense. But it sounds okay. like if you could afford it, you would like it to be a a gift. I mean, at, at, in essence, you're going to gift them this money at the end, or at least part of this money at the end of your life. Exactly. And, and exactly. the impact. You know we'll do some legacy besides charitable gifting. Yep. And I think maybe there's a point of negotiation. You might even tell them, look, and, and maybe they are maxing out their, their retirement investments, but you could say, look, we're going to, we're going to give you this down payment, but, but what we would like rather than being paid back, what we would like to do is we'd like to have you commit to putting money into your retirement if you need to use that. Oh, you're going to put a condition on it. Well, you could. Well, I you're mean, a tough, tough guy. I well, you. I know with my with my kids, when we put money into their IRAs for them, the deal was if you ever take that money out, either before we die or or before you turn 59 and a half, yep. that's the last money you're ever going to get from us. And I recently asked my son whether <laughs> yeah. he believed me, and, what and he, he said, yes, I did. All so. right. <laughs> well, listen, Susan, we look forward to seeing you next uh, February in uh, Bellevue for Retire Me 10. Hard to believe it's 10. I think you've been in almost at every one of them. We'll be back. More calls. Your calls, 855-935-8255. As we continue talking real money. Tom and Don are talking real money. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. I want to thank you for being part of the show, of the podcast, and uh, thank so many of you that listen to the podcast every single day. We do it five times a week. 
So if you're listening to the radio show and you want more, because it's just not enough to only have a couple hours, it's pretty easy. Talking Real Money is available at every podcast service. I think you can go to our website, TalkingRealMoney.com. And uh, my partner, Don McDonald, does all the heavy lifting for that. And they're about the, the segments are usually 20 to 25 minutes, so they're perfect for a dog walk. They're perfect for whatever thing you want to do to add to it. So uh, please join us for the podcast there very, very regularly. Uh, but now we're live, and we'll take your calls. And we got one from Jason at 855-935-8255. Hi, Jason. Thanks for joining us. Good afternoon, gentlemen. The Tesla bull calling back again. Ah, the Tesla. Okay. That's funny because Paul brought up Tesla earlier today. So he sold Uh, all his like three years ago right at the top. Wasn't a problem. (laughs) Yeah, well, he's going to regret that in about five years. But Okay. We're not going to get you there. (laughs) Thank you for that. What's up? Yeah. I did want to talk about something kind of auto-related industry. uh, Auto industry related, actually. So the... uh, and I, and I don't want to get really political and get your political opinions necessarily, but one of the uh, is about pensions, basically pensions versus you know retirement accounts. So one of the one of the uh, things that the auto workers are asking for is uh, kind of a going back to pensions, right? And I and I've heard some other news about that, and I know that right now pensions are not very common in the U.S. Um, but I just wanted to kind of get your take if you think and think that that could potentially be if they are able to get that back. Um, do you think that could be a trend that we see, or do you think that trend is a pension that's gone forever? And I, you know, I've never, I've, I've been in the workforce for many years and I've never had a job with a pension personally. So I don't know how yeah. common they are anymore. It's a good, it's a good question. I mean, in public service jobs, yeah, municipalities, pensions there, I think they'll continue to be there. When it comes okay. to, you know, private business, um, no, I don't think they're coming back. They're expensive. And uh, for companies, they are a huge line item. And they're just the problem has been twofold. Number one, people have lived far longer than the people that wrote those deals. And number two, the performance of the people managing the pension funds have been horrible. In fact, there's an article I want to talk about this week in Wisconsin where the guy running the pension there makes like 10 times the governor. They've handed out like $40 million worth of bonuses and they can't afford the pension. I'm like, well, kill all those guys and move the money to an index fund i mean that yeah. not literally yeah. but i mean so do yeah, i think they're right. coming back no i don't think so paul well, well, yeah. yeah jason i i do think as an investor we should invest uh, assuming that they're not going to come back good point i've never had a right. pension uh and i mean not right. just coming here to do the show that's, that's not your pension i thought you'd say that was is, it okay this well, is, and i yes, think, and I think the, and i think the challenge is also like i mean they, they again they, they can cause bankruptcies to come in it's like do you want to do you want to pay a pension or do you want to continue to have the company be solvent right like and that again you're getting the, because the the argument political, back yeah the argument in in detroit is well look at all these people that run the company and how much money they've gotten from it's not just salary stock options etc versus us we don't have a pension anymore sure. our retirement's dependent on us that's a fair argument in many yeah. ways so i get that and and i would say jason that one of the one of the complaints i have is that now that we're on our own putting money into a 401k or a 403b a whole bunch of people have rotten plans have bad choices good point and that needs to be corrected because that's costing them 
years of retirement. Yeah, I mean that and that and thank you for your call, Jason, and good luck with Tesla in the Tesla, I guess. But um, uh, the, the fact of the matter is, if you're on your own, you've got to be saving. You've got to be investing it properly. You've got to have the discipline, not just to save, but to build that portfolio and to work your way through the minefield that's going to come at you, right? Good, bad, whatever it is, because it will. There'll be great times with stocks. There'll be lousy times with stocks. And what we see is people move their money around and do make all the wrong moves. So really, yes, you're right. Retirement is more and more up to the individual. It's got to be done right, and it's got to be done early. I mean, the other thing I recommend, as soon as you have that first job, you got to take the 15 or 20%. That goes sets aside. You get your match, and you get on with your life. That's just the way it is. 855-935-8255. We'll continue talking real money. Tom and Don are talking real money. We're talking real money. And here to answer your questions and calls about all things money-related, 855-935-8255, 855-935-8255. I'm Tom Cock, and uh, joined by uh, my friend, my inspiration in many ways, my mentor, guy that uh, you followed his work, many of you I know as well, the author of We're Talking Millions, Got a regular podcast, wonderful website with his foundation, paulmerriman.com. Paul is here talking about all things money. I do want to mention before we – I know we got a hot topic that you're going to love, but <laughs> I do want to mention that uh, I, I, we talked about Social Security briefly last hour, and it really is – it's confusing, but it, for most of us, going to be a very important part of retirement planning. We've got a class coming up on Saturday, September 23rd at 9 o'clock in the morning uh, with uh, one of our advisors and guest speaker, Susan Campbell from Safety Net Consulting. She worked at Social Security for 30 years. She knows the whole way. It's a great opportunity to learn more about it. And then uh, many, uh, they got lots of Q&A afterwards. Easy to sign up for. Social Security, uh, go to AppellaWealth.com, click on events. AppellaWealth.com, click on events, take advantage of that. It's free, and it's going to be a great session. That's Saturday, a week from Saturday, a week from today, I should say, the 23rd, 9 a.m. Now, back in the day, Paul, there was a thing called the Nifty 50. Right mm-hmm. uh, now, you got to be kind of old investor to know that mm-hmm. because this was the very special group of fifty companies that were, I'm assuming, that were driving the future. This was the technology firms. This was the place to put the money that to make the real dough. And this goes back to like the mid 1960s, correct? Yeah, these were the stocks that people believed you could buy and you hold for the rest of your life. And, and, and of course, the, what attracted people to them at that time was the same thing that attracts people to stocks today. And that is they like the ones that go up and that have a great future. And so fortunately, Jeremy Siegel in about 1998 wrote an article following up on those 50 companies. Give us a few names. Well, okay. I, I mean, I can tell you the number one, uh, f- uh stock was Philip Morris. Okay. And, and it did. It the, was smoking hot. Is that was what it was? It was smoking hot okay. and compounded for the next 26 years at almost 19% a year. Wow. Okay. But if you looked at Then the, it went up in smoke? And then it went up in smoke. But also in that list was J.P. Penny, mm-hmm. also Sears Roebuck. J.C. Penney's? 
Yes. Okay. All right. Also uh, Sears and Roebuck, yeah. and also Xerox, and okay. also Burroughs and Polaroid, and 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 Eastman Kodak. I mean, there were names um, that don't are they're not very significant anymore. We can put it that but way. But then there was Coca Cola okay. and IBM, etc. Sure. Yeah. Here's the bottom line. This is the nifty fifty. If you had invested in those companies. Up up to 1998, when Jeremy Siegel reported on them, the compound rate of return was about 12.5%. Uh, Pretty good return. The S&P 500 was 127 so a slightly higher return, and I'm assuming less volatility. But about a third, yes, about a third of them made more than the S&P 500. About a third of them made half or less than the S&P 500. So here's the, yeah. here's the cherry on the top okay. of this, okay? Always looking for that. <laughs> From 73 to, to 98 or 72 to 98, Small cap value as an index. These are the smaller firms that are out of favor, beaten down for whatever reason. About eighteen percent. A large cap value about seventeen percent. Small cap blend not quite fifteen percent. If you added those, it was fifteen point. Wow. Okay. Wait. So then you went from twelve something to fifteen. If you took all four of those different assets, and this is the what S years again? Uh, Seventy-two to ninety-eight. I mean, but, but, okay, but, yeah, all right. But remember, yeah, those indexes went on from nineteen ninety-nine on to sure. make a lot of money. Absolutely, these companies, many of them, are no longer basically in business. Eastman or, Kodak, not so much. Right. Polaroid. Yeah, not so much. Yeah. I mean, Polaroid at this particular time was selling for ninety-five times earnings. Yeah, that's ninety-five not, times. Really? Right. Wow. But an IBM at that time was selling for 35 times earning. And yet, since that, that point in time, sure. 98 on. Yeah, 25 years. S&P no, 500 15 has years. done way better. 25 years. I'll get it right eventually. Way better. Yeah. Way better yeah. than the IBM. It's done way better than GE. There are going to be some winners. The problem is knowing which one of those winners are, but the fact is most of the people I ever interviewed would have been happy to have had the kinds of returns you just got out of index funds over the long term and to get rid of the turmoil that you have to deal with with the possibility you end up in getting some of these bad companies into your portfolio. By the way, you'll get those bad port companies you inside of the S&P 500. 855-935-8255. Call us. Chad Chapman. Do me a favor. Grab your latest investment statements if you know where they are. How many do you have? A lot? How many different investments are in each statement? A bunch? Do you own individual stocks, bonds, sector funds, and stuff you don't understand? Yeah, I thought so. I'm Don McDonald, and I'm pretty sure you have a case of hodgepodgeitis. But don't worry, it's not terminal and can be cured. But it takes three things. A bit of time, some fiduciary guidance, and a plan. There's a problem, though. Most financial advisors can't or won't provide any of those. 
that's where we come in. Tom and I will provide you the help you need to overcome hodgepodgeitis in a free, no-obligation meeting with an Appella advisor at TalkingRealMoney.com. So scan or take a picture of all those pages you gathered, then go to TalkingRealMoney.com, click on Meet an Advisor, and set up a free appointment online or by phone when it's convenient for you. Let us sort through the mess and help you get started on a better, simpler future plan. Just go to TalkingRealMoney.com or call 800-386-3004. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Glad to have you on board uh, Talking Real Money as we are every Saturday live. The rest of the week is a podcast, so tune in. Take advantage of all of the uh, education that we provide absolutely free. By the way, Paul, Paul Merriman's our guest chatting with us, answering your calls at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. And, yeah, we're going to send you a uh, Talking Real Money T-shirt as well. But, you know, I, I just I couldn't help myself. I, I did a web search for Nifty 50. Uh, it turns out it's an award-winning diner now in uh, in uh, Philadelphia. I guess you can get a cheesesteak sandwich with that name on it in in there in that era. Something to do with cameras too. But it does show up uh, uh, in Wikipedia, and it's interesting the divergence of opinion. Investor Howard Marks. Do you know Howard Marks? I don't think I know Howard, but he says he says yeah, half the Nifty Fifty can compelled respectable returns for 25 years. Jeremy Siegel, who you referred to earlier, said, "Uh -uh. uh-uh, companies (laughs) perform worse than the broader market, according to Jeremy Siegel. So a little divergence of opinion there. But the bottom line is still trying to pick the trend, still trying to find the thing that you think is going to be better into the future is really a fool's errand. I mean, there really is nobody who knows enough to can do that. And Bogle said, why look for You're talking the about needle, John Bogle. John Bogle, yep. the needle in the, why look for the needle in the haystack when you can buy the haystack? And what we want to teach people and you want to teach people is to be careful about the haystack you buy because there are huge differences between a handful of haystacks that can change your financial and, okay so let's take that up for a moment i mean most people's haystack is the standard and pours 500 yes it's easy they understand it you can buy it almost anywhere but that's not the best haystack to hold is it or well, is it well it's a good haystack but i can tell you that over the last 95 years there have been 145 10 year periods 120 10 years 10 years, okay, 10, years 10 years yep where the S&P 500 lost money. That's kind of scary. Now, on if you looked at another haystack called small cap value. These are firms a, that are small that aren't doing so well. Well, that's right. Yep. But they're still public companies and they're not penny stocks. That particular group of companies made money in 107 of those 145 losing so, years. Wait, so one did well when the other one was not, is what you're saying? Yes. Ah, okay. And doesn't mean you have to go put all your money. In fact, you shouldn't put all your money in either one of them. But, uh, but the problem is, as I mentioned, very few people have their money at all in smaller value type firms. Not very many. Most and, of the money's invested in S&P type companies. And I am making the most important one hour presentation. Ah, I was waiting for this promotion. On October. <laughs> this is a free promotion worth every penny. But listen, 
It, it, it is free, and it's October 11th yep. for the American Association of Individual Investors out of New York City, but it'll be on Zoom. Okay, so how do they go find it? They're going to go to paulmerriman.com. Okay, so it's up there. On, I'm going to well, look. I'm not sure that it's All up right, there right now. Well, it better now. be because you just said it. But but what I, what I was going to say is check it on Tuesday. <laughs> well, come on. No, no I'm... I, I'm I want to be see. sure it is it's a up lot of there. stuff up here. Remember, we are a very low budget operation. You don't have as much stuff up here as Mark Hebner has on IFA, so you're still working. Uh, the 10th anniversary, lifetime. Yeah, I don't. Would it be under I, events I, or something? Well, no. it okay. just they just started right. putting it up on. This is not a money making site. I get it. You're this, you're you're doing this to help people, and you're not spending tons of money as. We are on talking room. I'm kidding. Uh, but any rate, okay. So come Monday or Tuesday at paulmerriman.com. Yeah. You can register for this class October 11th. All right. Yeah. Thank you. I got, I got, no, thank you. Thank you for joining us. All right. Uh, question for you. This comes from Ted. He says, why did the talking real money show hosts cross the road? No. Why did the talking real money show hosts select only the Vanguard and Fidelity mutual funds rather than their comparable exchange traded fund versions based on the tax advantages of ETFs alone. First of all, what the heck tax advantages? What's he talking about there? Well, ETFs don't they don't uh, report uh, or or manage their money in the same way that a regular mutual fund does. And a regular mutual fund has to report capital gains and and distributions that ETFs generally do not have to 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 report. So there is a lower tax impact. Uh, the other hand thing about the ETFs is that you can trade them during the day. Oh, that's so, good. Wow. Just yeah, back and well, forth. I yeah, mean, sure. Some people like that and okay. a lot of people do that. But uh, I will tell you that at paulmerriman.com, yes, that you I'm there right be, now. It's you'll a great be site. surprised. Yeah. We have the best in class under portfolios, best in class ETFs. We tell you what Vanguard ETFs to use. Okay, I'm looking at uh, sound investing portfolio charts, all value four fund combo. Which one is it? You Mutual get, funds. You can get oh, I see ETFs. Okay, here's ETFs best in class now, exchange those, traded funds. Those are not dependent upon Vanguard or Fidelity. You got the Avantis U.S. Equity, Invesco S and P. Okay, all right. So it's the it's for each asset class the one you believe is the best. Those haystacks. and what does it mean best? What is that? What, where do you come up with that? What is A very smart man. Not okay. Paul Merriman. Not me. Got it. I'm getting the message. I've, I've heard this from you has for many years. Through, I'm okay. Has gone through all of the ETFs in each one of these haystack asset classes. Wow, there's a lot of needles. Yeah. And, and, and so it doesn't surprise you that Avantis and DFA yep. are some of you the- You got Vanguard in here though. You got Invesco. Yep. iShares. Okay. And they all have a reason why they have an advantage. Okay. But Kintep, this is a lot of work. Can you really, do we really get a lot That's of feedback? That's why we on? do it for people so they don't have to do it. No, no, I'm saying it's a lot of work to build and maintain that portfolio. No, because you could, you could use the two fund, okay. half S&P 500, half small cap. Two value. funds for life. Okay. Is that what you're talking about? Well, two funds for life is a combination of a target date fund ah, okay. and small cap value. Well, where do I find two funds on your web? I'm under portfolios here. Well, you will look at the, the, the portfolio that is half in the S&P 500. I know. Where do I find it? 
Uh, you know, I'm not looking at the site. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. But, but I'm it's, putting you on the spot. It's there. But it is there because okay. there are 10 different portfolios you can choose from. Okay. There's a, I mean, there's the four fund combo, which yeah. I had last night. 25, the, uh, the 25, okay. 25% small cap value, okay. small cap blend, large cap value, large cap blend. Okay. It's a wonderful portfolio. And we even have studies. Well, on which the, one do you expect will do better? Well, the one that will probably do better is the one that's called the Worldwide All Value. No, no, I'm saying, but uh, between four funds, ten funds, all that, which one? The difference between four funds and two funds is, six. And it's just is very little difference. Okay, no, the difference between ten funds and four funds is that six. Part, I thought you were going to give me some credit for that. Uh, but I'm saying, but how, what should, if somebody, because it's a lot more work to be in ten funds than it is in four. That's is why the expected have, difference enough so yes. that you do 10 versus 4? That's what I'm asking. You know something? I have the 10. Okay. My wife and I do okay. because there's more diversification. Yeah. It's got emerging markets. It's got sure. REITs. The, 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 the portfolios that only have a couple of asset classes yeah. give you enough of those asset classes to get about the same rate of return, but you do not have the same got massive it. diversification. You got, hey, I want to say thank you for coming today. Thank Happy you, birthday Tom. to you next month. It's a thank big you. one. Thank you. Look forward <laughs> to it. It's always a pleasure, Paul Merriman, to have you on Talking Real Money, which will continue in just a moment. Tom and Don are talking real money. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. One of the uh, great things in my life is I get to talk to so many of you, not just on the radio, but in person. Yeah, I, I talk to people every single day about their money, their portfolios, whatever financial things. So reach out. I'm glad to be part of those meetings. We've got other advisors that help as well. We'll give you our time free, no obligation, and uh, get you. make sure you're on the right path. So to do that is very simple. You can call us, 800-386-3004. That's 800-386-3004. Or if you prefer online, go to TalkingRealMoney.com, TalkingRealMoney.com, and click on Meet an Advisor. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future, so past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Capital, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. As you keep the lawyers happy. 